What? Is even up? It's your boy Crabman! Here with my boy Eggenstein! Welcome to the Hypnotic Hootout. Hi! How are we all doing? Well... <laughs> Definitely tired. Mm. Still. Oh, very. Yeah, it was a... Tired week, I guess. Mm. And we had a lot of weather, like sunny, cold, sunny, cold, changes, weather changes, I think. Right. That always might be like just a myth with the weather feelingness, feel, feels. Weather feels. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's it's all the the minced meat that made me so tired. Of that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, all in all, I think tired is the best word. Yeah. Indeed. I also think I have done nothing but be tired this week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did. I did like force me to do some some stuff. Mm. That doesn't sound good. Yeah, it's kinda, I kind of like that a little bit, you know? A little bit of forcing myself to do stuff and then like feeling good about having done said stuff. That's not bad. Mm. I like that. Not forcing myself to do too much. Like, keep it in limits. But yeah. Body has been a little bit achy this week as well. Might be, That might be the weather. You know what? That might be the weather. It might be the week. The, Meat. The weed? <laughs> no. No, no, that, that should help. <laughs> it was probably doesn't meat. help with the tiredness. That's true. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but um yeah. And I've been I've been working dealing with the whole flatmate situation. <laughs> Not really anything new there, it's just it's grinding me down. Knowing that she she's still living there and just this subconscious knowledge or fear rather that I might at any point have to jump up uh, because there are some death screams <laughs> and doors getting slammed mm. though there's not and nothing that really points toward that. The opposite is the case. Seems that she she um, said sorry to one of my other flatmates. Um, she's mm. a good start, but yeah, it's just exhausting, and um, maybe that's like my main source of exhaustion. It's hard to tell. That was like my initial um, guess. But if you're also tired, with no flatmates around, maybe it was the meat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe it is the weather. It is confusing. Sunny but cold. Very strange. Yeah. But I've been I've been working. Hmm. I've been building. And yeah, um, 
last week, but this week, even more so, my productivity has increased, despite the tiredness. Hmm. Though today I was too tired to really do much. <laughs> so it kind of collapsed all the way then. Um, yeah, I started, like, I started tweaking the screen shakes, because I always wanted to do that, and that's what I, I said, I think, weeks ago now. <laughs> months, maybe. Um, and because after a while, like testing and doing all, all it and tweaking the numbers, uh, I got a little bit like annoyed by the fact that, like, I, I always, I only have the story um, levels, and to really test the different attacks and stuff, I I wanted to have like a test level. Of course, I could like you know, load one in Unity over the rest, but like with the saving and the getting going a turn back and stuff that really didn't, um, it's not working that well uh, in the current system. So I thought, well, let's just make, let's make a test level. Let's make a laboratory where there are all the enemies. Maybe I, I even already told about that idea. So look, in any case, um, the thing is, I only have one save file. It's, it is uh, in the current version. It's called default.save. Mm-hmm. and all like the current level, like all the the entities, the critters, you know, the the objects, they just uh, write their state into the save file. Mm-hmm. And when they the level is loaded, they check like is my name there, and then they load their position. That's that's also the reason when you um, you are trying like a, a different level and you just have it in the editor and you start the level that uh, Kevin might start somewhere else because Kevin's is Kevin's position is still in the saves mm-hmm. at another point. And yeah, it's it's really um, it's not sorted by level or anything. If the level is finished, I basically clear everything that's um, that doesn't need to be kept, mm-hmm. like all the positions, the health of all the enemies, and all that stuff. And then the next level loads, and like the the creatures, for example, they look in the save file. Is there anything? Is there a new position or anything? And there's nothing, so they, they take the default position. And it works out really nicely, but that also means there can't be two different levels at the same, like in your save file. Mm. It's not possible. So I thought, okay, well, I guess I guess I have to do it. I have to do it at, at some point anyway. I want to have safe slots. Want to have different game modes, so I guess I'll, I'll, um, I'll just create different save files for every slot and for every every game mode. <laughs> and so just moving the old one. I have now a new like way I, I name them. Like the new save is slot one, story save for example. Mm-hmm. I thought, yeah, well, I guess now that I have that, I should probably write like a little manager so I can actually have multiple slots 
shouldn't be too tough, right? <laughs> so I started working on that. Um, also, like, just uh, with the modes, like, the, I can't change the modes. Like, if you want to start, like, different, like, the laboratory would be the lab mode now. So another save file would be loaded. So I have the manager for the modes as well. And, yeah, so everything kind of went, like, I don't know how, why I do this uh, because it happens to me often that I'm like I'm getting into one thing then I see another thing that kind of intersects and I'm trying to do both but now something else is there and then I'm working on that too and then it all culminate like in one big update at, at some point it's really hard for me as well to to stop like and you know say for example we don't need the save slots now. I have like set the, the base in there. I can just do the modes now because that's what I actually wanted to do, right? No, 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 no. I have to do the slots. Now that I have the slots, I need to have uh, um, a menu for the slots. But now when I have a menu for the slots, of course, uh, if, you, if you have a slot, you kind of want to see some information of that slot. But I don't want to load all the save files to get just like how much time you spent in in that slot. And if you want to have, <laughs> if you want to have the the time you spent in one slot, you need to have it for every mode. Of course, there is just one mode now, but in the future there will be multiple. So I should I should do it right. I should do it right this time from the beginning, and then. Yeah, so now I'm in a whole mess, I guess, with um, everything kind of half finished. Uh, there's now a delete button. So, of course, if you can delete something, I had to implement like a backup <laughs> um, system as well. So now if you, I don't delete anything. If you delete the file in the game, I just save it as a dot .backup. So, because they're not big and I don't wanna I don't want our players to lose anything by accident. And then yeah, the selection and then, I don't know. That's a whole it's a whole deal. And I really <laughs> I really tried to do to finish it up until today. So we have a new version for uh, tomorrow mm. for the Lange Nacht der Computerspiele. The long night of computer games. Um I don't think that uh, will happen, unfortunately. <laughs> but, I'm, but I'm, I'm sure, I'm optimistic that that I'll have an update next week, and then we'll have the laboratory, the screen shakes, and the slots, and you know, backups of safes and all that jazz. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know I was really proud of my safe solution you remember that sure uh, it, because I can't I can't fundamentally change it now because that would like kill all the safe files I have to leave it <laughs> I know for the next for the next one I, I, I will like rearrange a couple of things because it's not, it's not quite as I'd want to have it. Who could have known, huh? 
I mean, if the safe system isn't working, rather break it now than later. Yeah, it's working. It's just not, you know, it works. It's just not, you know, it doesn't make me happy in its elegance. <laughs> you Nobody know? cares about elegant code. Yeah. It's about working code. You know that? And, well, part of me knows. <laughs> <laughs> Other part is raging about how, how complicated and necessary this stuff is. Because it's also, if you come back to your code and you are like, and you have like, I don't have the, the huge files anymore, like the, the one um, .cs where like everything's in, the whole game basically. Now I have like multiple ones and they interact with each other and I'm trying to keep the interactions, you know, as limited as possible to reduce complexity and make it all like nice um, but I can't always do that <laughs> and then uh, there are these weird uh, special cases that make it kind of hard to um, yeah just reading into like how I, I how my safe system works just getting to know because I have I have a safe game Mm-hmm. You know, and they're, they're uh, oh god, I don't even know if I can get it together. Every safe game has a safe data slot, and every safe data slot has some safe dictionary, I think, where everything get, can get in. And like every every entity gets its own dictionary. And it works fine, it's just like really complicated to, to really wrap your head around. And then that's just a safe game, that's the one I load. I have save controller who does the saving and loading. And then I had like a save manager, which kind of did only like level stuff. And I completely got rid of that one. And now it's just a controller and a save game with all this other stuff. Um, yeah, and I wish like, I kind of like it when the code is clean and elegant, that makes me happy, but it also takes a lot of time and it's unnecessary and I've, I've come around to just writing the solution and if while I'm writing it I find a better way that's more elegant I can do that but I'm not sitting down and just think for a week how I do that I mean I still write down like this and that like just to get like a better grip on what what's has to to be implemented and how these things interact but yeah, if it works, that's that's kind of what's uh, the important thing, right? If it works and if it doesn't break like a week later or, you know, there's some stuff that is bad for the performance, but we're not, <laughs> with, the, with this game, we're not on a level where we really have to think about performance mm-hmm. at all. Yeah. But, I mean, I've spent a lot of hours working on that, and it was kind of nice. Um, uh, looking forward to next week. <laughs> Let's see how that goes. But yeah, I guess tomorrow, does the... Does the uh, Langer Nacht also start tomorrow, like mm-hmm. opens? Because I saw them hmm? 
send out the links mm -hmm. already, which I guess we can also <clears throat> post somewhere. I think it's just one day, right? I it's one night. I'm unsure, but apparently, let's see, oh no, of course I copied that. <laughs> ah, well, I'll find it later and post it in the Discord. But yeah, I think the, the stage is open. Oh, right, I, I heard that. Even if the events are all tomorrow and we are on, I think, at 6 p.m. CEST. Mm -hmm. Yes, we are. Hopefully, yeah, it should be fun. Yeah, hopefully I'll, I'll get like at least a version running. That, oh, well, we can just use the old one. Why introduce small risk that is <laughs> really necessary? Just so you can see like the laboratory and the options. <laughs> okay, sure. options, yeah. Maybe that'll be a nice surprise for people who get it because they look at it and they're like, wow. And they open it and it's like, wow, there's something new already. Already new. Incredible. Yeah. This guy must, must update the game so regularly. Mm. <laughs> That's weird how I got from like updating it every day to every week and then just like whoop, a month go by uh, until now. Kind of a bummer, but it's a big update. So it's all going to be worth it. And also, your saves will be saved, <laughs> so don't be afraid to back up uh, to to update. Cool. Yeah. So. By the way, yes, this episode is sponsored what? by Nebulous Subscription Service. I don't know what it does. But you can get a subscription. That's it. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't really write us anything for this time. So I'm just going to wing it. Uh, yeah, but not really. I'm legit so tired and I have nothing to talk about, really. I'm, I know this. <laughs> Yeah. I talked myself out on Sunday. Mm. Still recovering from it. We did seven and a half hours. Yep. Seven and a half hours. And you know, all the corona we had too. Very tight. It's maybe yeah. it's a, a long, long corona. <laughs> mm. Very possibly, yes. <laughs> Hang over, over weeks. We'll see. Uh, I think the most exciting thing I've done this week is um, so I've been I mean, I've been for years trying to uh, build this game that is sort of uh, like a WhatsApp mechanic, mm. um, and I finally figured out how to send a notification that's that's what i've been stuck on for about four years right, I remember. <laughs> and um and yeah i looked into so the framework uh, that i'm using has uh ionic um together with 
capacitor and written in Vu. Okay, wow, that's I don't know anything about that. <laughs> it's like I a different world. It is a very different world. Um, it's web development on a completely different level. It's like what we tend to do in HTML JavaScript. Hmm. Um, I guess that's sort of like writing something in C and then they have stuff like Unity to like actually build much more complex stuff uh, more easily. So you have... Hmm. Yeah, kind so of that a, stuff all, all uh, produces JavaScript, HTML5 stuff, or well, um, is it like more low level thingy. No, it's web apps, so it's gonna. It is web apps, and you can then wrap them as a native app, where you then also have access to also all kinds of things. Hmm. Um, yeah, how? How do we keep getting blurry? This camera is so weird. It's tired, probably. Poor camera. <laughs> also had to work seven and a half hours. Yeah, it's garbage. But yeah, um, so it, I mean, the way it works, you would love that, I'm sure, because it is all about breaking everything down into reusable components mm, and nice. splitting everything apart. Oh. <laughs> so just thinking about it. Huh? <laughs> and actually, it does uh, kind of remind me a lot of, of Unity in some ways. Uh, because when you create these pages, uh, like I didn't get too deep into it, but basically... You know, you have sort of a router that takes the addresses uh, that are in the URL and redirects them to the page hmm. that you wanted to. And then these pages, you have a short template part that is sort of a HTML. That's basically where you put your HTML and all your hmm. components and stuff. And then you have a initializer sort of options thing. So you have also a setup function that you write there to set up all the stuff that you want to do, all the variables that the template is going to use and stuff like that. Mm. And um, and yeah, it's neat. You know, and then you can, of course, compact the template into smaller templates that you then load in the templates. And mm. it's all rather simple. Once you wrap your head up, I have never used any, any frameworks uh, like this, I've never used Angular or React or mm. these I've heard of. Vu is also like that, just a, an independent one, I think. Mm. I think Angular is Google and React is Facebook. Oh, is that so? Mm. Oh. And Vu is, I think, yeah, it's from an ex employee from somewhere who started writing so on. And, mm. um, and yeah, it's. It's weirdly exciting to see a notification pop up on an emulator. Yeah, it's really old school, like, <laughs> like programming in DOS, where you just printing a message in the console. It's <laughs> like, yes, yes, I've did, done something. <laughs> yeah. So that should be fun to look into. Yeah, yesterday I just uh, basically followed a two hour tutorial and had a blast. 
learning new stuff and kind of starting to see how it all functions and how that confusing file system and what goes mm -hmm. where and how that all comes together sort of what, what kind of tutorial uh, it was specifically for using ionic with vu yeah, it was a german guy who did that mm -hmm. but in english maximilian mm -hmm. irgendwas oh, nice. from academind i think is his channel academind how was his accent? Not the worst. Nice. You get it's. It's of course the first time you hear like a slightly German accent. Is like, yeah. but <laughs> it takes a couple minutes, and then I watch a whole bunch of his videos and kind of get a feel for. I recently got uh, started listening to one. I had some. It was like a ghost, ghost dude. A ghost? Yeah, he, he, he debunked, I think, some Jordan Peterson stuff or something. Uh -huh. Yeah, he was like, oh, yeah. And, and he sounded like me, like how I uh, hear my own voice when I uh -huh. hear, listen to our recordings. And <laughs> at first it was like really annoying. I was really like, oh, God, that's so awful. And then I kind of got used to it and I was like, maybe I don't sound that bad even. Maybe I'm all right. Maybe I can like... Maybe we can start like a Twitch stream or something where mm. just talk English. Possible. So that's the thing. Academind. Online education. Real life success. <laughs> <laughs> well, if they say so. <laughs> it's uh, a really weird uh, like capitalization though. Yeah, it is... It is not does not have follow through in either direction. No. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I did some the complete something. I can't even see where the Oh obviously because that's not my usual browser. But yeah, no this uh it's pretty good. He explains it very I don't know. Oh, there it is. That's the video that I followed, the full tutorial. Um, no, I don't know. I feel like he explains it in such simple steps and sometimes even in a way that annoys me because it's not going quick enough. Oh, yeah, I hate that. But you can, like, increase the speed. And not in that uh, sense, but I'm kind of used to people, like, writing out the complete code on the first go. But the way he kind of does it is he iterates through the code mm. in that, you know, like I'm already testing it. Eh, there's an error. And it's like because he's not at the step where he's like filling in everything that needs to be filled in <laughs> and fixes common errors and stuff. But I feel like that really works to, you know, gently grasp one thing after the other rather than struggle to incorporate everything at once and mm. then being confused when something goes wrong because you haven't really understood what could possibly go wrong. This is pretty good. I also think he has like paid, and I guess that's his bread and butter. The, like, you know, like these Udemy things or something. I love that. That we have like a culture now, like outside of like the schools and stuff. Yeah. That people just like, I like teaching stuff. I know that shit. So let's make something out of it. This should be the future. Mm, indeed. But of course. But yeah, I've been kind of
kind of just looking around for that type of thing because it seems so weirdly impenetrable mobile mm. development if you don't do it with a tool that does all the mobile stuff for you yeah i mean in unity i just hit export i have no idea what happens or why <laughs> <laughs> yeah but it can't actually be that hard, right? But I feel like somehow it's not that accessible. It seems I mean, like, like for the magic. Unity part, that's got to be real magic, right? Mm. That you're just doing it in Unity and then it kind of makes a web app out of it. Like, that's that's voodoo. Um, but I don't know. It is It is a very different kind of development. Like at least it feels more like programming. If I were we are doing a scripting and yeah. that's like programming, that's web programming. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean scripting is where I feel like comfortable. Me so too. not mocking it. I, I like I like that. And I am I should program on Tansi <laughs> <laughs> said it first and I'm starting to yeah to get comfortable with that label. Nice. Because I guess you don't know. You don't need to be a programmer mm. to make games, at least. Definitely not. But yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting right? because right now I feel like you know I'm starting to sort of grasp it, but it's going to take you know a lot more familiarizing to like really get mm. comfortable with and really understanding what is possible and everything. And that would actually be really interesting. What is possible with this stuff if it actually well, I mean, for something where I want to use like native uh, RPs, mm. um, uh, they are definitely going to need something because I don't know how to do that with just JavaScript. But, mm. <laughs> yeah. um, but beyond that, I don't know if there's also a benefit for developing games, you know, in that way rather than just uh, make a website and then wrap it type of thing. Mm. We usually do. Do we? Well, that's what I usually do when I make little web games, yeah. <laughs> I kind of like, I really like working in Unity now. Mm. I just get so annoyed that when I do like a, an Android app, <laughs> it's like <laughs> 20 megabytes big and I, I haven't done anything really. Mm. And I want to like optimize it and there's not so much you can do. Uh, you should have probably done it. Uh, from scratch or with a, like a framework like you're working with. Mm. Actually not sure how large the files are getting, but it generates a lot of stuff mm. that thankfully I don't have to worry about, but <laughs> there's a lot of stuff going on there. <laughs> oh man, I remember, I mean, I always, uh, I still have to update like the our Android game, um, Prime Division. Mm. And it's always such a hassle with all the libraries and then yeah. like the manifest where there's like stuff in there and then it has to tell you which framework for which version and like smaller or bigger is allowed and blah, blah, blah. And then when there something changes, like the Google, the Google stuff needs a new plugin or something, I have to go in there and I have to just like, um, uninstalling or like removing the the, the Google Play add-on and then there's some other add-on I forgot and then like you have to install it again but in the right order and then it 
it adds so many files. <laughs> I have no idea what any of these do. And it's really uncomfortable. This, this, you know, being surrounded by stuff you don't know. Yeah. And it kind of works. Sometimes it doesn't work, and you're not <laughs> sure why it doesn't work. Mm. That's mm -hmm. the worst part of, of coding or scripting. Yeah, yeah, that's why I also like to understand things that I'm doing. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I like the simplicity of just having one HTML and a yeah. couple of JS files and just ah. <laughs> working with brackets. I know exactly what happens where and why. And yes, yes. That's how I like it too. <laughs> Bunch of control freaks we are. <laughs> but yeah, I guess that makes it more difficult also. Mm. At least when it gets more complicated. But that's what I'm curious about because yeah, sure, for something, if you want to make Facebook or something, I'm sure this is better than doing mm. it by hand. But if you do gaming type things, I'm not sure how that could help because I don't know it yet. I'm sure it's also great for that. Tja, hmm. yeah. Um, I'm just trying to... Oh. Hey, Paula. Power nap. Hey, guys. Can only stop by for a sec. Wanted to thank you guys for the tip with Ted Lasso. What a great show. Ah, it's another one. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what a good series. I just watched uh, two episodes today again. <laughs> just gives me strength. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah cried again hmm. it's really helpful to just cry it just releases so many like built up emotions mm. like, I was really stressed out today because of uh, just the presence of my problematic flatmate and I just watched the episode cried a little then I felt better a little bit at least not, not good enough <laughs> so I came here early <laughs> to drink some beer Beer is nice. Mm -hmm. Beer is important sometimes. Well, I can't find the exact uh, APK, but it looks like it's also around 30, at least with everything included. Megabytes. No. But that's like everything. So that's including the source and stuff. Oh. I'm not sure what, where, and build. how. Build? No. Is that the build folder? The build is just oh. profile data. I have oh, no idea. So See, this is confusing. this is part of the thing where that, that I just don't understand how any of this works. But yeah, there's so <laughs> many folders and stuff in there. What's dot Gradle? I mean, .pro? What the? Well, Gradle is the thing that bundles it. So I think that's a little mm. bit like Grunt. Yeah, but I also don't understand what Grunt is. So you know. But Grunt, I know I've worked with. Yeah, I know, and I'm sure that you know when you really get into it, it all makes sense and is a great tool. But that's all mysterious to me. And I don't know exactly how Grunt works, to be fair. But we use it for uh, making the builds for the wizard. Mm. And it, like, you can like get all these cool uh, plugins that do stuff, and then you can tell it like give it like instructions and then you can like copy this there then uh, obfuscate the code here and then mm -hmm. um, minimize the images even and i guess these are build tools get it right? there yeah it's, it's to create builds i mean probably you can do everything with it 
because <laughs> that's how these nerds work. But yeah, it's really good for that for that type of stuff. So now we can just update with it, and we we should update it again. I mean the old the old game. I think we need to to tell people that it's not coming to Steam, but it's on Steam now. <laughs> Oh, does it still have to coming? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think so. Also, there was some something you told me that I should fix. Oh, I think it was the pop-up, right? The notification yeah. that is still saying yeah. wishlist now instead yeah. of buy it. <laughs> well, you can also wishlist it. I will say it here. Uh, I guess. Um, well, yeah. Web yeah. development. Yeah, web development. Well, I'm curious to see how that works. The next big challenge uh, is going to be the chat window itself, because I'm not sure if they don't do this very cleverly, uh, usually. Um, because, you know, the way that I would create this is like just have one website with all the messages on it. But I think they don't render like everything at once that that wouldn't be very performant but that they only render the part where you're actually at so that when you scroll yeah it's scrolling but it's not the scrolling in a super long site it's just a small part and it only renders the bubbles of where you would be if you know mm. what i mean yeah so it's like a window yeah. to make that more performant i mean that that's kind of how, how unity does it too but it does it automatically you don't have to really Mm. think about it i think so that's I something think. i also don't know if that's not just something sure. that that the browser would also do that it would not try to render things it can't see hmm. so yeah. we'll have to find that out how that works because hmm. i have no clue how you would do that exactly <laughs> yourself but it also sounds like a fun challenge hmm. a fun programming challenge But yeah. but yeah, I was also uh, writing a little bit on that idea itself, kind of what I wanted to be updating, as I do, rotating through all the projects that I have, updating it to the most recent knowledge that I've acquired. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Wish I could do that with my code, just <laughs> going through everything and updating and what I sort of have in mind for that is kind of a, you know, like a young adult crime mm. fiction series, you know, sort of drei Fragezeichen from the kind of gentle, kid-friendly vibe, um, just maybe a touch more magical. If you oh, okay. Uh, I, was, I was like... <laughs> prepared to, to for you to tell me that it's gonna be so disturbing <laughs> <laughs> no i was actually so the first thought that i had and that made me laugh a lot was so it's about it's about one girl who's a detective right and i want it to be a series of course and the gameplay is basically that you chat with her and i thought like one fun recurring gag could be that every game starts with she wants to visit you but gets mm. way late along the way that there's something that's just more important to do right now. Oh, that's nice. That's <laughs> really cool. 
Um, and something oh, that was that, that, I like that a lot. <laughs> that's really neat. And something that was what I was thinking about speaking of magical is I was thinking I want her to be able to speak to animals, but it's not very helpful because most of the time she can't figure out what they're saying. <laughs> like that, that, that they're very weird. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking that like cats, oh. that they are basically like the, like the centaurs in Harry Potter, you know, so very like mystical, very astrology and yeah. just talk in like this weird horoscope, like, you know, and then it's hard to get information from them. And, also thinking like uh, that dogs just have ADD and it's hard to hold a conversation with them because they're very <laughs> distractible. Screw! <laughs> exactly that. That birds literally sing musical numbers at each other. That they like literally live in a musical and they converse through song. <laughs> and elaborately so, so that they're also really into it. That that's sort of like... You know, sort of the obsession, like, with, uh, like, British English, you know, having, like, a classy thing. That for them, communication is all about perfectly crafted, musical, lyrical communication. <laughs> and so that's just very annoying and not very helpful to talk to animals. But that's also how she finds out about curious things that happen somewhere. And then she has to investigate on her own because nobody believes her with mm. the listening to animals and stuff. And that the games are then about, you know... Um, finding out what's going on uh, really what the mystery is um, mm. collecting the evidence and then i was thinking instead of collecting the evidence and just going to the police to explore non-police options of resolution um, that basically concepts of community-based solutions or something is uh, how we could explore basically mm. crime fiction but that also sometimes because the system doesn't work like that. And sometimes you need a systemic solution to a problem or like the system doesn't allow for other structures to be put in place to take care of that in a different way that you have to go to the police. But that also, that then becomes something that changes, that basically the surrounding world changes slowly. That at the point where it's like, okay, we need to police now, but we still need to reform this so we can have a better solution. That that slowly happens in basically the surrounding world building. Hmm to sort of explore an alternative and a more healthy alternative. And that, that's basically the hook for... Hmm. So I still remember your first idea with, the, with this project. So mm -hmm. you're veering, with the animal talk, you're veering kind of away from the thing, Love, Lovecrafting horror mm. you, you thought in the beginning. And it's really interesting. It's kind of hard for me to really reconcile these two things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's like I love the the animal talking idea. I just feel like that's a it should be a, a different project, basically. But I guess I'm just like too like too like I'm holding myself too much to to like the 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 first idea you you told me. Yeah, I'm I'm not sure to which degree I really feel like that's still a possibility to combine these two because like a world in which 
a person can talk to animals, maybe also weird Lovecrafting horrors exist. <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> there's, there's not a conflict, no. I mean, or maybe the horror is even like a, like a thing that everyone thinks is a real thing, and then it's like Scooby Doo style, it turns out it was a genital. <laughs> No, what I mean is, I I, lo I love the, the the interaction design of having an having an app on your on your physical phone mm -hmm. and playing the game in real time, getting getting notifications and all that. I think that this this gimmick is already st so strong that like having on the other side a character that that talks to animals kind of undermines the the in internal. Uh, real re believability of this like you you're used to chat with people but I also I can I can imagine that that's kind of cool to have like through your phone basically a portal to a more magical world mm. where there's someone who, who can talk but yeah just a thought Mm. Yeah, no, um, I'm trying to let myself get away from realism because hmm. that's a crutch. That's a crutch that comes out of fear of being judged for not being realistic enough. When you have opening up yourself, right, to, to, to be creative. That's true. Yeah, I feel like just having this element is already so much more interesting than any iterations of the character that I've thought about before. It has immediately a recognizable hook, kind of, that you can... That's franchise, franchise potential. Like there, there could be a movie about that, and a TV series, and yeah. who knows what else. Well, it can still get real. I mean, you know, we managed to watch superhero movies, which is basically that. Well, it's not real. <laughs> but even the gritty one from Zack Snyder. <laughs> There's also a guy who can talk to fish, so... <laughs> I want to say, you, you need to watch the, the boys on Amazon Prime. Yeah. Because... There, there you have uh, Aquaman, uh -huh. uh, well, he's called something different, and he's, he's like the most useless of all heroes, <laughs> and he can talk to animals, but they like consistently like, um, they, I think they make fun of him, and then they, they trick him into doing stuff, <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. because he, they are smarter than he is, so... Being able to talk to them is kind of a disadvantage for him because they can trick him into doing stuff. That's <laughs> um, it's a great it's a great series, very dark and gritty. Uh, maybe you can watch that sometime. I mean, I know you you didn't really you went really. I don't know what your problem was with that series, but it's it's really it's actually good. Uh, ah, you read you read the comics, right? I did you, read the comics, so I've. And it's it's not Ted Lasso. Mm -mm. I think I'm gonna just say this now uh, in response to things, and it's gonna be an immediate ah, yes. Good God, you can say that everything. So I'm <laughs> never gonna watch anything else anymore. Exactly. <laughs> ah, damn it. <laughs> I'm sure it's fine. I'm just not in the mood for that kind of entertainment. 
That's dark and funny, but it's not wholesome. Mm. Not at all. Quite the opposite. Yeah. A little bit disturbing. But I think that even in the comics there was something where... I, I, I can't remember fully, but uh, there was a thing where Aquaman is at the restaurant and people are freaking out because he's eating fish sticks and they're like, but you can talk to fish. And it's like, I can, but I don't. Now <laughs> <laughs> hmm. I think he can't actually talk to fish. He can just kind of sense. It's like a sense thing weirdness i don't know i mean which one do you uh, talking about the, the boys aquaman no the real aquaman in the movie i think he talks to them and yeah and uh like the comic version i think i read somewhere that he doesn't literally talk to them it's just more of a can sense their distress and like i guess it's mm. sort of how i imagine how packs of wolves or something works they don't talk to each other but mm. they kind of know what they have to do and mm. it's sort of there's some form of communication going on there but i guess with wolves it's it's more of like you know them like a, a team of basketball players for example they don't have to talk they know each other well enough to to predict kind of what they're doing I don't know, when I see like how these animals strategize and stuff, the, I mean, there's clearly something going on. There's some mm. non-verbal communication that makes it perfectly, that they just know that I'm on the left, I'm going to break around here exactly at the same time as the right one breaks out and stuff. And it's such a, like a practice military formation. And it's like, mm. how did you, how did you communicate? How do you know what to do? Where did you practice? <laughs> Do they do practice runs? That would be also fun. Well, they play. Mm. They learn by playing. I guess they, they have like lots of uh, practice too. Like they, they don't always catch something. It's just like, that's not what they show us on TV. <laughs> <laughs> that's not true. Sometimes they show us this because they don't want the, the poor deer to get eaten <laughs> 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 television. <laughs> Right. I always love that when it's like you're like, oh my god, the, the eagle comes down to get to get the rabbit, and then ah, this time it got lucky and it just hops away. And I'm thinking like, oh, but the poor eagle's gonna starve now. <laughs> yeah, that is pretty. Nature is weird. You look at it, how cruel it is, but also not at all. Like uh, I was watching one of those Planet Earth type things and. You see those, I don't know if they're like hyenas or something that steal some oh, bird or whatever, or penguin, and, those, and you just have the screaming and all that, and you're like, oh wow, that's so cruel, but then they bring it back to their own children, and it's like, oh, I don't want to little, start, like, these little ones to starve either, so it's like, yeah. I guess that's just how it is. There's no morality really there, it's just how it is. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, I love the idea of kind of a useless superpower <laughs> so that makes me i also something i've been thinking about like since school is i would because why is it that when people can fly that they're also fast you know that's it's like a weird assumption that immediately, <laughs> you know, you, you don't have to stay off the ground but immediately you're f as fast as a plane like that's that's two superpowers in one because really 
if you could just fly as a regular person who can also only walk so fast, if you could fly, but it's also that slow and it's very difficult it's and strenuous. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was thinking about it. Maybe it's it's a power where it makes more sense to go straight up or start at a high point and just kind of float down, so that it you know you can make some shortcuts. But really, it's not that helpful. Fly, flying squirrel man. <laughs> um, and yeah, I, I just I just love the idea of you know a normal superpower that is exactly as useless as everything else we can do. <laughs> I think on Reddit there, there are like a couple of threads in Ask Reddit about uh, useless superpowers, mm. like be, being able to guess like how much change you have in your pocket. Mm. Was there even a role playing system around that where you could have stuff like that? Mm. I don't quite remember. Probably both. Mm. That's a that's a fun fun concept to explore, definitely. Yes. So yeah, so this is one of these projects that I would kind of like to do in case we get funding somewhere. Uh, if we get funding that is not tied to one project, mm -hmm. I would really love to hire a friend of mine to write it. She's a wonderful fairy tale writer, and mm -hmm. I feel like that would be a very interesting collaboration. I mean, we need we need some a new J.K. Rowling. After the old really one, uh, disappointed. Mm. Indeed. I guess we'll see. What else do you have there on your exhaustive list of things to talk about? Just so you know, we don't always have to do everything that's on the list, right? It's just like like well, help. No, sure. No, my okay. thing is more like I, I think I've talked now literally about everything that I've thought about this week. So <laughs> I'm done. I could quit now, but you have some more things. So. I'm sure you managed like 15 minutes or 20. <laughs> <laughs> um, I watched Speed Racer. Uh -huh. Finally found it, watched it. So like the Wachowski one. The Wachowski one. Yeah, yeah. The Wachowski one. Um, what, do you know... If, was that before or after The Matrix? After, right? After. after. I think it was After all three? Yeah, yeah. I think it was 2004 or something. Hmm. Interesting, trippy movie. I did enjoy. I had a good time. It's not a really good movie, though, unfortunately. 2008, even. Um, I, I didn't like it. I much. mean, it's, it's definitely an anime. <laughs> it's an anime just with like real people no and i sort of i sort of like the animes more because they can just go much crazier and the craziness doesn't um isn't that weird like for example um the i mean he's called speed racer that's his name you can't get away with that in an anime <laughs> but if this if there's a people like real people uh, it's kind of hard to to keep the uh, the uh, of disbelief suspension the suspension of disbelief going and that's it. This is a movie that you really have to <laughs> do that. You have to to allow that. Yeah, I mean, like anime is is 
I guess like one of the things that anime is is it is weird with a passion and without explanation. That for example, mm-hmm. the, the the kid that's there, like in the the racer family, mm-hmm. has a monkey, and they are just like two friends, I guess, and they and they love they they love um, sweets, and then they they try to steal some at some point and do this elaborate haste, for example. That all works, like in an animated, it works fine, but. Uh, if it's, again, if it's real people like, and then a kind of a real-looking monkey, <laughs> this is just really, yeah. And uh, the tracks as well. I mean, the the tracks they drive in. It's it's basically track mania, right? Mm. But super confusing to me. Yeah, completely yeah. bonkers, <laughs> unbelievable, deadly. <laughs> Uh, racetracks they have there and in an anime you kind of you kind of allow that stuff you give it like this arts it's kind of uh, it feels more like a metaphor like they are trying to get you to feel something with depicting it that way and because when you draw stuff you know you can do whatever you want so why not go completely crazy but if you're making a movie, I mean, of course, now with CGI, you can go crazy as well. But the, the people, for me, they clash with that. Especially if they, if, if real people try to do like these uh, anime expressions that are also like really exaggerated, exaggerated, exaggerated. Yeah. Um, but it's really colorful. It's it's really trippy. <laughs> There's lots of colors and lots of weirdness going on. And it's not a bad story either. You know? I mm. mean, it's just so weird. And you have to kind of deal with the weirdness instead of, like, making the movie... It's like two two things. Like, you've got a good story and you've got the weird... Um, the weirdness of it mm. and in anime it, it's kind of one thing but <laughs> right. in movies it feels like too different and I, I have to like I don't know I have to <sighs> yeah I don't know it just <sighs> you know in, in Sin City that really worked for me how CG everything is and because yeah. it kind of came together in a way that like really really felt like a great interpretation of the graphic novel. Yeah. But this, to me, feels like a terrible cutscene <laughs> of a shitty racing game. I mean, I mean Sin- I'm not even sure if these are still screenshots or if these are, like, a racing game. I mean, Sin City is a Western comic that's kind of gritty, realistic, but yeah. with, like, a little bit of a... How would you call that, like... It's fantastic in it's ex- exaggerated as well. Yeah, it's very stylized. Stylized, that's the word. Yeah, you know, it's it's grounded but stylized Western, and this is just bonkers anime. <laughs> I also think maybe because that's what I hear that the more you watch it, the better the film gets. But I also don't want to try because I don't think this is my 
thing. It is not for me. I, I was wondering that as well. If if I can, if I watch it again and know what what I'm getting into. Mm. So I, I already had like a rough idea because you told me that yeah. it's an anime and I was like, okay, I'm probably looking <laughs> at something like that. I don't, is that? Allegedly. I don't, I don't remember, remember that. anything. I don't remember that. Yeah, you know, <laughs> it can, like the, the cars can jump up and stuff. And they have like, it's, there's so much going on in this movie and and it's always you always kind of have to believe it. oh the top uh, the bottom left bottom left yeah yeah so the kid and the monkey that's a real monkey it's not cgi even mm-hmm. and they just like they hang out and they they constantly go like they go on like an, a death race basically uh behind the others back more or less and but the kid and the monkey still manage to get into the trunk of the car <laughs> and drive with them and you're not afraid for them because it's kind of this fantastical world, but you, it's hard to really parse. It's, you need to to accept this weird world to really be able to concentrate of the story and the characters that are, again, the story isn't bad. I like the characters mm. as well. It's a bit ex- exaggerated as well as... This is often the case with anime, but it's not. It's not bad. It's it's you just yeah. You you need to get used to it, or you need to be in a frame of mind where you can, where you don't trip over the weirdness and the trippiness of it all. Yeah, I'm sure if I hadn't seen this like at the end of my twenties, I probably would have liked it more. Maybe as a teenager, uh, that would have maybe been a cool movie. I don't know if this is for me. This, you know, it's I haven't seen those either, but this is sort of the same way I feel about the Spy Kids movies. Mm. And also movies that I don't want to see so, because they just look so... But it, they kind of look silly and for kids. And this... This is like for weird kids, but it's still kind of silly and for kids, isn't it? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. I think the Spy Kids movies are also super weird in hmm. their randomness. I have only seen like various like trailers or scenes here and there and it's like ugh. Yeah. I guess kids aren't as grounded as real in reality, so they they don't have so much difficulty in just like accepting stuff that's presented to them while but I like I often trip over like minuscule problems in a movie, like like logic errors or like stuff I I don't find believable. I mean, even in Ted Lasso, it was like I tripped over that when they invited the outside musician and he started playing, and everyone was like, "Yeah, that, that's where I was like, oh, it's unrealistic." <laughs> or even like, I don't want to spoil the end, but. Um, that's a difficult thing he does. That's something like even pros only are able to do like ten percent of the time. That's like it's like a hole in one, but a hole in one with um, you know you tell it before with Ansage. and that's and that's where I trip over it because if a movie is like all the time pretty grounded and then there's 
there's something that's like um, really unlikely, then I trip over it. But this movie, <laughs> it's just like... Un- it's just that. It's just that, yeah. And, and I, I guess if you, you're in the right frame of mind, if you don't question the stuff, uh, it's, it's a hell of a ride that I would recommend. I'm also sure that this speaks to younger people. Yeah, uh, probably. I, I like, a, obviously, I mean, I like a certain complexity and horribleness to my <laughs> stories. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Oh. What else do we have? Uh, Epic Games. Epic, oh, Games Epic Games has two really great games today oh, is and it? this week it's got alien isolation oh, and i bought that yeah me too what a fool mm. and why you don't buy games except ours please buy our games we will <laughs> never get to epic games i mean unless they want us to then we are on there Mm-mm. next week <laughs> but probably won't so please buy our i a little alien isolation which mm. is a, apparently a great game. I I only played. I haven't seen the Alien. <laughs> so I have seen the Alien. I just played Isolation. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, the other one is Hand of Fate Two. And I've bought Hand of Fate One, and I liked it quite a lot. I played this. I always thought quite you might. That's kind of kind of my jam. Mm. Like card games, I mean, it's not really a card game, but it kind of is. And I don't know why I love that stuff, but I do. And it totally got me. And yeah, I always wanted to play the the second part, and I did not expect it to be on Epic for free. I mean, especially like, why why two great games on one day? I mean... That's not what, how they do it usually, is it? Uh, I think they do. Hmm. At least I'm more surprised when it's only one. It feels like ugh, they're cheapening, <laughs> cheapening out. Oh, oh! if you scroll up again, there's also some other news. Did, do you notice that logo? If you now scroll, scroll up, scroll up, right then here. apps on Epic Games. Yeah. Have you oh. seen that logo again? <laughs> yes, yes. I have heard about this. Oh, you have. That's uh, let down. So, um, apparently, itch.io has now a client that you can download on the Epic Store. And then you can buy games from itch.io over this client. And is that a problem? No. It's just weird. Uh, I I read about people being of split minds. I have not pursued it so far as to know why. Uh, but all I heard is that they have tried to get the the itch app also on Steam some years ago, and it didn't work. And yeah, I think they're just trying to expand their reach, yeah. which is good. I feel. Yeah, I think so too. So what's this meta human creators now apparently? Oh that's apparently pretty good available cool as well. But yeah, all that all that unreal stuff is not really. 
At some point I want to look into that. I'm really fascinated by the features that I hear about hmm. in Unreal. But yeah, I have not, I have installed it, but I have not really... I don't know why these things all take ages to open up. Like right now it took a couple of minutes to just launch the store and you have to always launch this shit to launch the engine and it's... Yeah. That's really annoying. I mean, Unity Hub Ugh. to start Unity. <laughs> I mean, we talked about this today. <laughs> that there's always this this uh, five to ten seconds <laughs> where you don't see the, the Unity Hub is closed. But there's no unity to be seen. <laughs> you just have to believe that it's coming. <laughs> and then, yeah, most of the time it, it appears. Yeah, yeah, I also have the same problem with Android Studio, which you need to compile and uh, hmm. and then run it on emulators and stuff. But it always like loads all the, the updates, right? Or do you have to do that afterwards? Uh, I don't know. Is it? No, I mean uh, some other manager stuff. Thing. I mean, that happens, but you don't have to do it. It's more like Android Studio, I think, is... Uh, yes. Um, Android Studio seems almost like a skin for Eclipse. And oh, God. I hate Eclipse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I don't know. It feels so sluggish, you know, because it takes also a couple of minutes just to open, and then running anything takes a couple of minutes, and I don't know... Like, is my machine maybe so terrible? I mean, I didn't think that we're at this point yet where... It's pretty old, to be fair. But still, has eight cores, it got, got a decent RAM and everything, so sure, it's not, like, made for excessively complex graphics simulation, but just opening a freaking editor... If that takes so long, like I, I'm not sure how people work with this stuff. If everything takes so long, I would go mad. I'm going mad already. Yeah. That's what they do. They go mad. That's just the truth. Cool. So what else do we got? Is there something else you can... I'm just ticking off all your talking points so that we can quit early. Yeah, just... <laughs> just. Putting that away. <laughs> or asked another way, is there something you would like to get off your chest or should we call it a day? So I have, I have, I have one question. Mm, oh, I have, one I have been promised an interesting question. Yeah, so I, I heard that one on the Empire Film Podcast. Mm -hmm. uh, someone sent this question. I forgot. So I don't know who to credit. But it was about movies. And mm. of course, we, we talk about video games. I also sent it to, I said that question to the Crate and Crowbar because I want to uh, hear their answers as well but um, what video game character needs a hug the most I think that was more or less the question what a video game character hmm well I think maybe the question was just needs a hug but I, I don't like the just needs a hug anymore <laughs> because that's not sure so who needs a hug the most Seems more appropriate. Appropriate. Okay, I'm gonna think about it. Yeah. Because now I have to remember some video game characters. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, the first thing that comes up for me immediately, like one where I like actually felt like for a character, was in Pathways, Terry Kavanagh's Pathways. Yeah. Which he rudely dismissed <laughs> as so an embarrassment for him, that game, while I was trying to tell him how it affected me. Rude. We were both standing there trying to compliment him on the great game. We both laughed and he was like, oh, I always thought it was a, kind of an embarrassment. <laughs> we were like, what? <laughs> That's why we came when you gave him up. Everything has an impact, so they mustn't be embarrassed about anything. Um, but yeah, because there's... Well, it's a game where you that you basically play eight times and um, it's just like you walk from one side to the other and then there's paths diverging of it and depending on where you go, it's a different story. Mm. Uh, but every time you would come out of your house and you go into another storyline, you would walk past this kind of gothy uh, character who would always say something, but you couldn't interact with them. They would just talk while you walk past. And at mm. some point she said... Um, please stay with me for a while or something. Right. And that was just a random line he put in and he said that he was surprised to find that a lot of people actually just waited there. Yeah. And that also... No, that that really worked. Like that... Uh, I had like only... Whoa. Yeah. Um, Resonated with me as well. Hey! Wow! Oh, hi! <laughs> wow. You made it. You made it just in time for a sign-off. So thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next week. <laughs> well, almost. We are currently discussing uh, which video game character needs a hug the most. Yeah. What's yours? Awesome. Do you have an answer to this? Um, I haven't really thought about it, to be honest. The mm -hmm. first thing that came to my mind now was uh, May from um, Night in the Woods. Uh -huh. Though I don't think she'd like it. <laughs> <laughs> I'd probably get scratches. Mm -hmm. Still, I'd still try, I think. Yeah. Uh. She's having a tough time. <laughs> <laughs> right. Hmm. I can't even think of any games. All the games that I've that come to mind right now are not really with Wait. interesting characters. I guess uh, let me give you like a second question mm -hmm. that I thought like afterwards. Yes. In which games can you even hug people? And I only know Dropsy. Dropsy, yeah. yeah. It's the only game I remember that you can actually hug someone. I mean, we're all now about like being able to pet the dog. If there's a dog, he needs to be petted. You which could is great. pet the dog and several other animals in Black Flag. Oh, yeah, that's so important. But at where, least where can that. you hug a person? <laughs> hmm. It was the the game called where she can like travel back in time. Uh, Life is strange. Life is strange. Mm -hmm. Does she hug anyone? Uh, um, I mean, I, I do I, think she hugs her friend a lot. Yeah, I think so too. So maybe obviously there there must be an option for that, and I think she deserves a hug as well. 
I think they also hug at some point in Mass Effect. It's not like you can just randomly hug people. It's like when there's a story moment of saying goodbye or yeah. some stuff. I mean, you never can do it, right? It's just shown to you. Yes. Not, there's no hug button. Although maybe it could be that there's uh, in that particular scenario and a choice. Hug or like just give it like. <laughs> but I'm also not sure yeah. if that's the case. But yes, I mean, Mass Effect has several characters. I mean, I think the Mass Effect 2, the the bald, um, mm -hmm. there's like this woman who spring from prison and she's like a little bit bonkers from, or something. Yeah, yeah. from having been like heavily experimented on as a child because of her powers and she definitely needs a hug. Mm, that's true. I'd hug her as well. But I, as like with May, I think she wouldn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah. In which case, I, I obviously wouldn't hack her. I wouldn't try. I'd ask her if you want to. Otherwise, that feels like a thing that's designed for villains. I don't. I'm, yeah. I right now can't. What, what are some good video game villains? Bowser. <laughs> oh, good, you say. Does mm. Bowser need a hug? Probably. It's going to be hard to hug. Yeah. <laughs> Well, LeChuck, does LeChuck need a hug? <laughs> Probably. Probably, yeah. I guess all the villains just need a hug. Hmm. But not any. Everyone deserves Why? one. Why can't I think of any games? It's so weird. And we haven't played one <laughs> in a while. <laughs> At least not one where I liked any of the characters. <laughs> yeah, I've just played Hearthstone. There are not really many characters in there. I mean, they're trying. They're like in the adventure mode. They're now like telling the stories of the characters, which are also in World of Warcraft and all that. So all that lore stuff, they kind of reiterating there. I haven't played World of Warcraft much, so I don't know that. But it's it's kind of insufferable. But there are cards at the end of these adventures, so <laughs> sometimes I force myself to play it. Um. I'd say Jaina needs a hug. Um, from there. Um, yeah, needs is also so specific. I think most of the games that I can think of, the characters are fine. They're gonna be fine. Hmm. And I'm sure Lara Croft is gonna be fine. She's used to falling down things. That's yeah. true. <laughs> I'm sure she'd appreciate that. Yeah, but needs it most? Nah, probably not. Hmm. That's true. I think he or she also hugs her friends in that one. But Ooh. you don't have a button where you can just do that. I guess baby steps. <laughs> <laughs> Seeing someone hug is uh, maybe the first step. Mm. Mm -hmm. Interesting, interesting. And do you have any movie characters in mind? Movie characters. Ooh, also, of think. course, in chat. If you, if you know any movie characters who need a hug. Okay, there I can probably think of something. I think uh, the Empire proposed, like one of them proposed Thanos needs a hug. Though the other two very violently disagreed with that choice. Yeah. He was like, ah, oh, well, he, he lost his arm. And <laughs> His problem isn't a lack of facts. Yeah, he, he could have had one, but 
he chose to sacrifice her instead. <laughs> hmm. Movies. Who could use a hug? I mean, I was thinking about villains earlier. I was thinking of Incredibles. I'm thinking of Ted Lasso right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, she at least gets a hug at some point. What, Ted Lasso? Mm-hmm. It's not she. You mean Ted Lasso himself needs a hug? Yeah. Doesn't he get hugs? Yeah, he gets hugs, but still deserves more. <laughs> <laughs> well, he deserves more hugs, but he doesn't need them. <laughs> I'm not so sure. I feel like she needed a, she really needed a hug and eventually she got that. That's true. Well actually plenty. Yeah. Because the characters around it sensed it. Yeah. Oh, it's such a lovely, wholesome show. Yeah, it's also really sweet with uh, the little one, Juno Temple, and her friendship. You know, the girlfriend and the boss. Like, yeah, 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 I love their their chemistry. They're yeah. so great together. I always I love I love that when when uh when the boss offers her a job yeah. in the bath and then she's like, No, 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 thanks, thanks. I don't wanna get like a job offer in, in the bathroom and then, then the boss responds, Ah, Men always give themselves jo- jobs in the bathroom and she just bursts into love. love. Well, but yeah, but her ex, uh, uh, the Jamie, Jamie, he really needs a hug, obviously. That's true. But I don't think he'd appreciate it. He's probably one of those where you have to hold on to for a while until he settles into it. <laughs> yeah, Jason Schwarzman in any movie. <laughs> Always looks like you need to hack. <laughs> Indeed. Mm. In the end, don't we all just need a hug? So have we exhausted our conversation topics for the day? Well, we exhausted ourselves. <laughs> oh yes, and I think we almost made one and a half hours, and I think that's a good time. That's pretty good. We even saw Bali in the chat, which was a first, very exciting. It's a new age that's breaking. <laughs> I wonder how that goes with the connection and everything. Can you, are you still here? Can you, can you see us? Is it choppy? Is it weird? Probably just came online to say hi and then <laughs> settled on mute. <laughs> right, well, then let's call it. Uh, Thanks for joining us. Join us again tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow at 6 p.m. I think 6.10 or something like that. Uh, we will be streaming The Wizard for Lange Nacht der Computerspiele, um, which is also online already. Maybe I will find that link and just yeah, quickly nice. post it. Um, there are like lots of cool... Um, 
game developers. <laughs> yeah. And they built like a gather town where you can go and yeah. And check out our room. Yeah, should we should we have showed our room here? Um, I, guess. I guess you have to find out yourself or join us tomorrow to see it. Yeah. Join us tomorrow. Look, yeah. I mean you have the link. Go visit. Yeah. And yeah, tomorrow afternoon we will be streaming a bit and well, I guess we'll sort of hang around the thing in case anybody desperately wants to talk to us which you can of course also always do at our discord yes. mm -hmm. so do that please if you want if you want do that please if you want and um, if you know someone who really needs a hug in your life how about just give them one if, if they you like them. and if they want to yes please ask for consent first yes and then i guess that's us we are this we are hypnotico <laughs> signing off thanks for joining us yes. and we will see you next week and tomorrow which Oh, yes. Yes, we will see you first tomorrow. <laughs> we will see you here next week. Yay! But also here tomorrow. It's confusing. <laughs> we will be in the exact same place, just on a different channel. Yep. So, wait, so how will you know about this? We'll also stream it here, probably. But I'm not sure if it... Because we're connected to send it into uh, the Nagenachter Computerspieler. But we'll... Do it over there thingy, right? With yeah. OBS, so we can just host their stream. We might be hosting the stream. And of course we'll have the we'll send a notification in our Discord to join it, so you have it. Yeah. It's just a generally a good idea to just hang out there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well but then Oh okay. Yeah. I always feel like that it needs like a final lead up to say goodbye. <laughs> Just uh, a moment just... of silence and a sudden bye that feels so weird to me. I love that. You do like inhaling and I was like preparing myself. Well, then let's just do that part. Okay, then I guess. Um... Bye! bye!